Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 86 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. Because at the beginning of the season, we all were anointing the Sixers as the at least the second best team in the Eastern Conference. And since signing out Horford in the postseason and projected to compete with the Bucks in the East, they are the sixth seed in the East behind the Celtics, Raptors, Heat, and Pacers. They are nowhere near the Bucks. The Bucks have seven losses this year. The Philadelphia 76ers are 31 and 21 in the sixth seed in the East behind those teams we all thought they were going to be better than. And I think one of the biggest issues with the 76ers is nobody on that team knows whose team it is. Brett Brown doesn't know if it should be Joel Embiid's team or Ben Simmons's team because when Joel Embiid was out, the Sixers were winning and Ben Simmons look great. When Ben Simmons isn't the guy, Joel Embiid is the guy, but the issue with Embiid is he doesn't bring it night after night. Nobody on that team knows who their best player is or who the offense should be built for. Because in the offseason, they got Al Horford with this idea that it would make things easier for Joel Embiid. Well, guess what? Al Horford is averaging 13-6 and and he's having his not best season from the three-point line. That's not helping Joel Embiid. So the mission there has failed so far. And for this to be Ben Simmons' team, they have to play a more fast-paced offense, let him get to the rim, because we all know he can't shoot the basketball. You have to get as many shooters around him. And this year, the Sixers do not that. They have two big men who are not having their best seasons from free. They don't have a lot of good three-point shooters. That's what you would need to surround Ben Simmons. I think when you have a star duo in the NBA, it needs to be clear whose team it is. When the Shaq and Kobe era happened, it was Shaq's team until it wasn't. With LeBron and D-Wade, they struggled for a bit, but then it became LeBron's team. They built the team around LeBron. The Sixers do not know, and Elton Brand doesn't know, Brett Brown doesn't know, who to build this team around, Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. The best move for Ben Simmons would have been to keep Jimmy Butler and to have him be the fourth corner finisher who Ben Simmons could pass the ball to and the Sixers could play a more fast-paced offense and Jimmy Butler is a decent enough three-point shooter. The best move for Joel Embiid was to get Al Horford. That's not working out. But now they're in this weird in-between where they don't know who they should be building around in the future, in my opinion. Because neither of those guys likes the style of basketball they are playing. And that's not good news for Brett Brown. We have seen in the past head coaches get fired because their star players don't like the way things are going. And neither Ben Simmons or Joel Joel Embiid like the way things are going for the Sixers thus far this season. I also think other than Simmons and Embiid, the Sixers' last continuity, they have not had a group of role players stay together year after year after year. This is a list of some players that have been on the Sixers and are no longer there. J.J. Redick, their best three-point shooter during this run. T.J. McConnell, who was really good in the postseason against the Celtics. Robert Covington, a really good two-way player. Dario Saric, a pretty good big man. All of those players are gone. All of those role players who have been used to playing with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons for years, and they had pretty good success with those role players. Now, they rolled the dice, they traded for Tobias Harris, they traded for Jimmy Butler, and they lost all those 
those role players and they got really top heavy. But their issue is they don't have a decent enough bench. Their bench could really use J.J. Redick back. Their bench could really use T.J. McConnell. They could really use Robert Covington and Dario Saric. They needed role players on this team to go along with Simmons and Bede, not more all-stars competing for stats. Listen, Josh Richardson and Tobias Harris are really good basketball players, but on this roster, I'm just not sure how the fit works. Like, Tobias Harris being a third or fourth option on a team is just not working out. He was at his best when he was the Clippers' number one option. He should be the best player on an above-average playoff team, not the third option on a team. Tobias Harris does not properly know how to be the third option. Tobias Harris should be their fourth quarter option and he hasn't been for much of this season. With Richardson, he's a good enough scorer with 15 points a game, but he's 33% from three point line. The Sixers need to surround and beat in Simmons with quality three point shooting, which they have not done thus far and they have suffered for it. Look at what the Milwaukee Bucks have done. They have built a team around Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis's biggest weakness is his shooting. So they've surrounded him with Kyle Korver, George Hill, a bunch of guys who can knock down shots. You build your team around what your superstar lacks, and then you build the team around them. They have not built this team properly around Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Last year, Al Horford hit 36% of his frees. This year, he's 32% from free. So their options that they thought they could rely on from free have not worked out. That is why they are the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. fact that the Sixers also gave away Landry Shamit, who is a starting player on the Clippers this year, a really good three-point shooter. They have not properly surrounded Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons with shooting. That is what this team needs the most on their roster this season. They did make a move at the trade deadline acquiring Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson and Listen, Alec Burks had had a pretty good season with the Golden State Warriors, but there's a reason Alec Burks is in a league minimum contract. He is not the guy that used to be with the Utah Jazz. He's a decent enough scorer, a decent enough shooter, but I don't think he will fix the 76ers issue because another big issue they have is their chemistry. It's not a lack of talent on this roster. It's a lack of the pieces fitting in. They are not going to be able to fit in well enough this season to make a proper postseason run. These last few seasons, Elton Brand has tried to fix the Sixers issues externally instead of internally dealing with what's happening with their star players. They might not fit together. The Sixers have to live into a reality where you might not be able to win a championship with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid together. But if you truly believe that you can, you need to sit both of them down and decide who should be the main focus of the offense. And the answer to that might be Ben Simmons. You just gave him a $170 million contract. And I think he brings it more nights than Joel Embiid does. So it might be in the best case scenario for the Sixers to make this Ben Simmons team and use Joel Embiid around Ben Simmons instead of the other way around because doing it with Joel Embiid doesn't seem to be working. 
Al Horford has not worked out, and that was a move to help Joel Embiid. Now I think moving forward, you have to help Ben Simmons become your franchise player. He's a triple-double guy. His issue might be he can't shoot, but you know who also can't shoot very well? Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think you can build a winning team around Ben Simmons. At the very least, you have to try. You just gave him $170 million. Joel Embiid got a $100 million contract, but you long-term have committed to developing Ben Simmons into your franchise player. Next year is when that contract starts. So you're going to have at least five more seasons of Ben Simmons. Figure it out with him or figure it out with Embiid, who has three more years on his contract. Make one of your superstar players happy and build the team around them. And most likely, this is the last chance for Brett Brown to fix this issue. In the past week, he has been called out by Ben Simmons, by Joel Embiid, and by Al Warford because the locker room issues will go right back to Brett Brown because we know who will be the first one to go. That might not even be the right move to make Brett Brown the scapegoat, but that might be the direction this team will go in. Get rid of Brett Brown. Al Horford was on the Boston Celtics last year with all the Kyrie Irving issues and he never talked about it. Now he's saying they've got some serious locker room issues with the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a red flag in my mind. He was so quiet during Kyrie versus the young guys. And now with the Sixers, he's being more vocal because he sees a real issue here. And that falls on the shoulders of Brett Brown. He's not thought of as an elite coach. He hasn't brought the Sixers to where we thought they were going to be. This is his last chance. I think he needs to go at least to the Eastern Conference Finals to save his job. And as a sixth seed in the East, that's a tall order with this team that's crumbling right before our very eyes. They are definitely talented enough to make a run, but this is a exactly what happened with the Boston Celtics last year. We thought they were going to be the next it team. Kyrie Irving was having all the issues in the locker room. We thought they could have a postseason run. These kind of issues blow up in your face at the end. They are going to go through a playoff loss of at least a five-game series. They are going to lose in five to whenever they lose in the playoffs. It's going to be that kind of game where they can be blown out like the Celtics were against the Bucks last postseason. It's going to be that kind of bad the way this is headed. They are a team filled with players that have don't like the direction the team is. Josh Richardson has even called them out. Joel Embiid has called them out. Ben Simmons has called them out. And quiet Al Horford has called them out. And Brett Brown doesn't have any answers to their problems. As a head coach, that's his biggest problem. Elton Brand has not done the best job as executive either. I mean, he should have brought Jimmy Butler back on the five-year deal. He should have picked Butler over Tobias Harris, but this should still be a good enough roster to at least be a third seed in the East. If it is, if it ends up being the sixth seed, the 76ers are in the sixth seed, Brett Brown needs to lose his job if they lose in the playoffs. That's inexcusable to have two top 20 players and be the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. I think what's more frustrating about this team is that their issue is not that they can't beat the Boston Celtics, they can't beat the Toronto 
Raptors. They can't beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Their biggest issue is themselves. They are their biggest opponents this season. They can't get along. They can't make it work. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Brett Brown, Al Horford, none of them can make the best out of this situation and how much talent is on that roster. They are their biggest enemies. And again, the question they need to ask themselves, and they need to ask themselves this question soon, is, is Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid a championship caliber duo the way of Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant, or even Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal? Can this duo even get to an NBA Finals? And the answer this year is no, but if you believe in them moving forward, you need to properly make a team around them work with a head coach who will make it work with a system that both of your star players will like. You have arguably the best big man in the game and an instant triple-double in Ben Simmons. This duo should be able to win basketball games in the modern NBA. Again, Embiid can shoot. He can play on the inside. Ben Simmons, again, his weakness is shooting, but that's not the biggest problem the Sixers have. It's that the pieces around them do not fit. And let's go back in time for a minute. During the Sam Hinkie, the process method, when the Sixers were tanking to get top-tier talent, they finally get it in Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And it might end up that these two stars might not work out together. That has to be a slap in the face. If you really believed during all that run that Sam Hinkie was right, that you should tank all those basketball games to get top-tier talent, and then it doesn't end up working out. That would be a gigantic slap in the face to the process if Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons cannot work together to make this a competitive Eastern Conference team at least a third seed in the East it's inexcusable they are not at least a third seed in the East because the last few years, all I've heard is how the process worked. You got Joel Embiid. You got Ben Simmons. Maybe they didn't pick right. And it also has to be mentioned that they picked Markel Fultz instead of Jason Tatum. Imagine if right now they had the trio of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Jason Tatum. I guarantee they would at least be the second seed in the Eastern Conference. And Jason Tatum would definitely fit well on this team. Think about that when you talk about the process because ultimately the process might not have worked out for the Philadelphia 76ers. But you know what has worked out for the Bucks During a time, there was a time where they had Jason Kidd as their head coach and he wasn't getting the best out of Giannis Antetokounmpo. So they made the move to Mike Budenholzer and now the, the Milwaukee Bucks have seven losses so far this season and the Sixers are the one that are just 10 games above 500 and are the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. It's not about getting those star players. It's about building a team around that star player. Everything the Bucks have are built around the strengths of Giannis Antetokounmpo. He can't shoot, so put around him a bunch of shooters. It's as simple as that. And the Sixers might not even have the best duo in their division. The Boston Celtics have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown who might be developing as a better duo than Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You know who has been to the Eastern Conference Finals? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Think about that. The Sixers could have had Jason Tatum, but they traded for Markel Fultz. I do blame them for that. They could have had a fantastic 
trio. Instead, they have a duo that doesn't seem to fit well with each other. All this nonsense about how the league is wide open and the Sixers are going to be one of the four best teams in the league. They are not even the fifth best team in the Eastern Conference right now. The Indiana Pacers, who for the most part of the season have been without Victor Oladipo and have been led by Malcolm Brogdon. Think about that. Malcolm Brogdon-led Indiana Pacers have a better win-loss record than the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Philadelphia 76ers. That's embarrassing, to say the least. And the guy the Philadelphia 76ers didn't pay, Jimmy Butler, has revitalized the Miami Heat to a point where Andre Iguodala wants to go to them, and he probably didn't want to go to the Philadelphia 76ers. Think about that the next time you talk about how the process really worked out for the 76ers, because I think the process has literally blown up in their face. It is fixable, though. It just seems like nobody on the 76ers are actually looking for the answers. They're just there to complain. Brett Brown has said we have a great group of guys, but yet you continue to lose basketball games and not fit well with each other. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Al Horford cannot be on the court at the same time this season, or they will lose basketball games. That's their biggest issue. Their big signing this offseason, Al Horford, who they stole from the Boston Celtics, has not helped their basketball team get any better than what it was. In fact, they're worse. So the biggest mistakes the Philadelphia 76ers have made is not drafting Jason Tatum, or they had a chance to make up for that by keeping Jimmy Butler, and they did not do that either. Listen, I get it. It's extremely hard to give up on this duo, but there's no point of them being together if they're going to be a six seed that can barely get to the second round of the Eastern Conference. Because right now, they look like a team that could get spanked in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. So, you need to fix this issue. And again, the answers are making one of these guys the man. Build this team around Ben Simmons, which I would prefer, or... Properly build it around Joel Embiid and fix the Al Horford mistake. Because I don't think there's any way Al Horford will play for the Sixers for three more seasons if it's going to continue to go like this. So, I don't know. If you got rid of Joel Embiid, maybe Al Horford could be your big man. Trade Joel Embiid for some shooters. I would build around Ben Simmons and maybe have Joel Embiid on the roster. That's what I would pick at this time. That's where I'm going. You could argue with me what direction this team should go in, but what you can't argue, they are the biggest disappointment in the NBA this season. The Eastern Conference was wide open. The Raptors lost Kawhi Leonard. The Philadelphia 76ers are not even better than a Toronto Raptors team led by Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. And you can't honestly tell me that you saw that one coming. That you saw the Toronto Raptors losing Kawhi Leonard would have a better win-loss record than the Philadelphia 76ers who just added Al Horford with some people called the best acquisition of the offseason. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Al Horford can complain all they want. They can question the 76ers all they want. But until they have the answers to their team's issues, I no longer want to hear them complain about the 76ers. They have enough talent on that roster to fix their issues. Pick a style of play, pick the star of the team, and make things work. 
or become one of the most disappointing teams in NBA history. A team that once had Ben Simmons, a premier forward on their team, and Joel Embiid, arguably the best big man in the game, and not winning a title, or even getting to an Eastern Conference Finals. I'm just asking for them to, at this point, at least compete. That's the least they can do. For the Sixers, they waited for Embiid, they waited for Simmons through injuries, they became top-tier players, and for them to not be able to be more than the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference after trying to build teams around them has to be maddening for the fan base. Moving forward, I hope these Sixers turn it around because I do root for Simmons and Embiid. They are all-star, superstar level talents. The problem is they might not fit well together. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.